0: Hi everyone, my name is Megan and this is Girl Almighty, a lifestyle podcast where I talk about everything and anything that I basically want to. Hi everyone, Uh, welcome, welcome and thank you for listening to Girl Almighty podcast. Um, Today's episode is something very special to me which is music, movie, soundtracks. Well, I mean, it could be TV show soundtracks too, but I like movies. No Disney soundtracks in this episode, though that's going to be for another episode. So we'll talk about that, but not this one. Oh my gosh, you should really see my setup right now. This This is my first podcast by myself and i have like a little mic and it's like connected to my phone and i have all the shenanigans but um my the thing holding up my phone literally broke um so i'm holding my left hand i'm holding my phone up and then the mic is like dangling like it's not pretty but um thank you for listening because i'm struggling so, this episode's either going to be really good or super awful because we cannot play music without copyright and that sucks because I am not a good singer. Um I will try my best. If there's a song that I don't think you'll know, I will try my best to sing it because we cannot play it because I don't want to be sued or have my podcast taken down because um been there. So will I sing some songs today? Hopefully not. We will find out. So I want to start off strong in this episode. Um, Just like me at work, I literally do the hard stuff first and the easy stuff last. So we're going to do that in this episode. So that sounded terrible. I hope I cut that out, but I probably won't. So I want to first talk about The Greatest Showman. I saw this movie in theaters, not knowing what to expect big Hugh Jackman fan. Uh, Zach Efron, top notch. And I remember sitting in the theater with my mom and just tapping my toes and wanting to dance the whole time. I feel like the other side, the song with Hugh Jackman and Zach Efron in the bar, just like debating whether they should pay each other enough money if that's that's a ter- that's a terrible um description of the song, but the other side I feel like is my favorite one. Don't you wanna get away? I told you my singing is terrible, but that's um part of the song. Um, I think that is probably my favorite song of the whole soundtrack. Of course, the most well known song is "This Is Me" by the bearded lady. I cannot say her name. Is it Kayla? Kiala? Settle? I'm not quite sure, Um, but it's literally the song that's like, With the sharpest words gonna cut me down, Uh, gonna send a flood, gonna drown them out. I am brave, I am bruised, this is who I'm meant to be, this is me. I'm pretty sure she sung that at the Oscars. Um, Not quite Sure, what event she sung it at, but it's pretty big. Um, she sung that there. It was super good. It kind of made me teary-eyed in the theater because I was like, "Oh my god, I can relate." But it was super, super good. I also feel like the opening Greatest Showman song, "Oh, this is the greatest show," that was real good. On the soundtrack, the actual soundtrack, there is the beginning the intro of the movie has the greatest showman uh the greatest show song but at the end they sing it again but with Zac Efron and the actual soundtrack brings it together it smooths it like a nice transition so in the soundtrack it shows the beginning and the end song all in one song and it's super good I just feel like I don't rate things very well but I'm gonna rate this like I don't know I'm picky with rating maybe like a seven out of ten It was really good. I listen to it all the time. I have a CD in my car. Okay, so the second soundtrack I'm going to talk about is something that a lot of, like, millennials have seen, but, like, parents, oh my god, my dad's taking a shower and you can hear it in the background. I'm so embarrassed. But this is live TV, baby. No, it's not, but... I'm making a joke. But no, so this movie, millennials have seen a lot of, but like my mom hasn't seen, um, even though it's kind of geared towards my mom, but but it is across the universe. I just, I saw this movie, oh God, when I was younger. I mean, I don't, I think it was like 2007 when it came out. I could be 100% wrong. I didn't do that research. My bad. But it has Jim Sturges in it, Evan Rachel Wood. It has Bono randomly in it, and that's just a weird song that he sings, and I don't dig it, but it's there. I'm obsessed with Revolution by Jim Sturges when he sings that. So, say you want a revolution, well, you know. Oh, I forgot to put the most important thing. It is a soundtrack, but it's a whole movie based on the Beatles songs from, obviously, the band, the Beatles. It's a movie based in the 60s jim surges is like a guy coming back from war i think that he meets evan rachel wood and they fall in love and then they have like a hard time they break up and then and then you have to watch to see the ending obviously it's all about beatles uh songs it doesn't like mention the beatles obviously because that i mean it wouldn't be copyright would it because they're singing their songs but but they don't mention them also there's also an actor called joe anderson and he plays i don't know the name i haven't seen forever but he plays the shaggy haired blonde hair guy he actually i've noticed him he's also in breaking dawn the twilight movie and um in love so anyway he sings i want you i'm so heavy uh which is a song it goes i want you God, I'm so bad at singing, but I'm going to keep doing it because it makes me, like, (laughs) really excited to do it because I freaking love soundtracks. Anyway, so he sings that with another girl in the movie when he's, like, going off to war. I'm going to say it's the last song. Again, I didn't do research, haven't seen this movie in forever, but the last song, I believe, is Hey Jude, I'm thinking. I think Jude is the main character's name. God, it could be, no, it is, it is, it is 100%. Jim Sturgis plays Jude, and there's a song called Hey Jude, obviously, from the Beatles, very popular, Um, but the way Jim Sturgis sings it, and, like, Joe Anderson kind of, like, joins him at the end, oh, my God, I just faint. It is so good, because there's, okay, there's this one part, should I do it? I don't know if I should do it. I'm going to try to do it. So, it goes, Judea, Jude, Judea, 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 Jude, Judea. I hope I cut that out. That's terrible. I'm like screaming in the microphone. But no, that's how it goes. And it's like Joe Anderson singing that. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to marry you one day and you're going to sing me that song. But no, across the universe, my mom still wants to see it and I have not gotten her to see it yet. Maybe I just should buy the movie for her. But what if she hates it? We should like sell it on Makari if she hates it or Depop. But anyways, across the universe, I'm going to rate it literally an 8 out of 10. I am picky with ratings. 8 out of 10 across the universe. This next soundtrack is probably my favorite soundtrack of the whole soundtrack um, podcast episode. Oh my god, someone's in the bathroom, and I swear, live TV, I can hear them, hopefully you can't hear them. Um, oh my god, he's, like, knocking, I cannot do this in peace. But I believe Hairspray is, I think the 2007 version of Hairspray is the best movie I've ever seen in my life, which is also a lie. Nikki Blonsky, Zac Efron, Elijah Kelly, there's John Travolta, it's a top-notch movie, top-notch soundtrack. My favorite song that I listen to, my mom's always like, oh my God, you're listening to Hairspray again? But I love Run and Tell That by Elijah Kelly. It goes, the black of the berry, the sweeter of the juice. I can say it ain't so, but darling, what's the use? The dark of the chocolate, the rich of the taste. Ooh, that's where it's at. Yeah. Now run and tell that. Okay. So anyways, love that song. But it's, if you don't know Hairspray, it's about like, it's about like segregation and like, I think the 60s again. Why do I love the 60s? Oh, maybe it's the 50s piece but it is about that uh Sargation, and then like uh nikki blonsky plays tracy turnblad she wants i forget seaweed seaweed is the darker character she wants to dance with uh colored people on live tv so it's just like a weird concept but super good i recommend the nikki blonsky version because nikki blonsky in person is hysterical And I don't think that's a good thing, but no. Okay, I have to tell you the story because it makes me, like, cry every time, like, from laughter. So, Nikki Blonsky has a Twitter, and it is pure gold. After the 2007 release of Hairspray, she would tweet, like, every celebrity and be like, Hi, this is Nikki Blonsky from Hairspray. And, like, of course, like, no one tweeted back because no one really knows Nikki Blonsky, but anyway, it's just so funny because you can find it on, like, Google. Like, hi, this is Nikki Blonsky from Hairspray Tweets. Like, all over. It's hysterical. But Nikki Blonsky seems super sweet. So, um, we love her. My second favorite song would probably be Lady's Choice because Zac Efron uh, sings it. And I'm a sucker for Zac Efron, as you can tell. Whenever he sings his mediocre voice, I swoon. Don't know why, but it happens. That was, like, I think that's an original movie song I'm pretty sure because I don't think it was in the musical. I saw the musical once. thought it was super weird. But here I am living the movie. The last one I have to bring up is Good Morning Baltimore. Good morning, Baltimore. Nom, nom. I can't sing it because the thing is, it's very high pitched and I cannot sing Four Beans. That one is sung by Nikki Blonsky, and she sings it really well. Nikki has a really good voice. Um, I'm surprised she didn't do anything else with her career, really. She got into some, like, trouble, I guess, like, with TMZ. I think she punched a passenger on a flight. I'm pretty sure that's true, but I also can be 100% false. I don't know. The next soundtrack is a little strange. So, I watched this movie when I was, I don't know, like, elementary school or middle school, one of those. I probably shouldn't have because I don't remember anything that happened, but I think it was sexual. I'm not quite sure. Um, as an adult listening back to the songs, it was definitely sexual. So here is Josie and the Pussycats. I believe it was like, it was a long time ago it came out, but it was a great movie, I think. Can't remember it. But the soundtrack lives in my head forever. There is this boy band in in, in the movie called DuJour. Wait, DuJour. DuJour? DuJour. I think that's how you pronounce it. DuJour around the world. Anyway, they sing a song called "Backdoor Lover, didn't know what it meant until a month ago. It is definitely sexual, didn't realize. (laughs) I put my notes, I put LOL next to the song because I was just dumbfounded when I heard about what a backdoor lover was. Anyway, there's the main song Josie from Josie and the Pussycats puts on, like Tara Reid is in this movie, like, and Rosario Dawson. Just iconic, like, come on they literally wear cat ears it's wonderful um it's live action too by the way but they sing the song goes when he looks at me with those innocent eyes it's still something I listen to on my Spotify playlist and I, I just don't know why like should I watch the movie again probably not but the music top notch okay for a rating I have to give it a six out of ten because I don't know what the movie was again and it's good but it's not like wow greatest showman good it's literally just nostalgia good okay here we are getting into the good juicy soundtrack i'm just gonna write out and say this one shrek if you think that this soundtrack is not iconic if you don't think smash mouth singing in the soundtrack is iconic then you are wrong opinions only but you are wrong somebody once told me the world was gonna yeah yeah, yeah you all know this one also do you remember i swear it's like the second movie, maybe, where Barracuda comes on from Heart, the band Heart, is, <laughs> I can really do, I'm not going to do it, but I'm really good at impersonating the scene where it comes on, where, like, all the birds and animals come out, and, like, the ugly princesses are like, ah and then they start singing Barracuda. It's so freaking funny to me, and I think about it all the time, but it's a really good song. I think Fergie covers it in the soundtrack, but... We love Barracuda. But yeah, Shrek. Oh, I don't know how to rate Shrek because not all the songs on the soundtrack are great. If I give it like a 4 out of 10, like why would I put it on this list? I'm going to say Shrek is mm, 5 out of 10. It's like I said, nostalgia. I can't stop listening to All-Star by Smash Mouth. This next one opened my eyes to Johnny Cash. I was obsessed with Walk the Line, the movie with Joaquin Phoenix and Reese Witherspoon. Obsessed! I would watch it literally at my church youth group on my portable DVD player. Who let me do that? But anyway, I did. Thank you, God. I'm going to say the best song really was Get Rhythm. And I, okay, so I like Johnny Cash's voice because I I was obsessed with it, but I think Joaquin Phoenix, I think him as a person makes me swoon, so I like him better. Oh God, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't say that, but I do love Joaquin Phoenix's uh, impersonation of Johnny Cash. The best song is definitely Get Rhythm or Cocaine Blues. I'm going to say Get Rhythm because it's not even like a chorus song. It's just like a whole story, which I normally hate, but it's so catchy. It's like... Hey, you get a rhythm. When you get the blues, come on and get a rhythm. So that's really catchy, kind of stupid. Um, but Cocaine Blues is the same way, it's just like a story. It says the word, the, the B word, and I can't swear on this podcast. But it says the B word, and when I heard that in middle school, I was like, oh, my God, I'm allowed to sing that. Like, Johnny Cash sang it? Um, I didn't, but now I do because I'm an adult. But yeah, Walk the Line, I like a lot of it. I even like Reese Witherspoon um, doing June Carter Cash. Back then, it was June Carter before she got married, obviously. Uh, to Johnny Cash, spoiler. Maybe Jackson was pretty good, too, actually, uh, where it goes, we got married in a fever. Hunter and a pepper sprout. That's pretty much how it goes. You're welcome. But yeah, I'm gonna say eight out of ten for Walk the Line. That it was a really good soundtrack and a really good movie. It made me like emotional, but I'm not a crier, so I didn't cry. But real good. Okay, gonna come out and say this one uh, with no shame, because like I said, I am an adult. I have no shame. Fifty Shades of Grey. The movie, I saw, I remember seeing the first one in theaters with my friend Michelle. Hi, Michelle. I was uncomfortable the whole time. We were sharing a blanket, and I wanted to rip that blanket off and run from the theater because I am um, not used to seeing those things on the big screen. But the soundtrack, though. So we have Love Me Like You Do by Ellie Goulding. Love me like you do, la, la, love me. Yeah, that was a soundtrack of uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, which is like, Surprising some people because it's all over the radio. Actually, La Golding Live is um an opinion piece, but that song is super good. And how about Earned It by The Weekend? Hundred percent a jam. I am I'm not a huge Weekend fan, or is it Mr. The Weekend? Not quite sure. Anyway, I am not a huge fan, but I listen to a lot of his like hit songs. And Earned It, I feel like it wasn't a big hit as it should have been should i sing it in his voice like he has like a higher voice oh my god should i try this the way you earned it girl you are (laughs) (laughs) okay so he says like girl you earned it the way you work it i think something like that but it's really good i would look that one up if you are like a slow like pop song fan it's kind of r&b actually but I also have to bring up Fifty Shades Freed, which I did not see the third film because I saw the second film with my mother. Stupid idea, because I, once again, wasn't comfortable. But the third film, I never actually got around to seeing. Should I do it? Mm, probably not. But we have to bring up For You by Liam Payne and Rita Ora. That song went everywhere. I'm not going to sing that one, because I feel like I know the lyrics, but I don't want to sing them, because I don't remember them well enough. But they literally sung that, like, at, like, festivals in the summertime, and they, like, milked the crap out of that song. But it was from Fifty Shades Freed. So, for this rating, I don't know, since I did, like, a couple soundtracks, I did it, like, as a serious soundtrack, I'm going to, oh... 5 out of 10, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not explaining it, it's just, I just can't, I don't know the other songs, and when I did listen to other songs, but I just feel like, I really like the Bomb Bitty Bomb, or whatever, I don't remember, from Nick Jonas, Nicki Minaj, super good, super sexy, but other than that, I just can't get into other songs of that series soundtrack, but we tried. Let's get into A Star Is Born real quick, because I've never seen the movie, I mean, like, it, it like won Oscars, right? I'm not quite sure. I did see that performance of Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga getting all cuddly at the Oscars singing. Love it. Don't think they're dating, but mm, to each your own. My mom actually plays the soundtrack all the time when it came out, so she introduced me to the soundtrack of The Stars Born. Of course, Shallow was the big one. That was everywhere on the radio and, like, performances, like... In the shallow... Yeah, you know how it goes. That was terrible. Oh, God. But I super like the song Black Eyes by Bradley Cooper, and I'm not going to sing that one. I'm not even going to try because he has a deep voice, and I don't want to do it. I don't want to be more embarrassed than I normally am. Bradley Cooper has, like, I wouldn't say a good singing voice, but he has, like, a singing voice, and I kind of dig it. But, yeah, he played a really good part in this movie, I think. I'm not quite sure. My mom saw it, and my dad saw it, and I didn't. But the soundtrack, I only know like a couple songs and they're all pretty good. So I'm not going to give this a rating because I haven't seen the movie and I feel bad. So I lied and I told you I was going to go from strongest to less strong soundtracks. But here I am with a heck of a strong one. Here we go, everybody. Twilight. Supermassive Black Hole by Muse. It's literally iconic. Like, so iconic. I listen to it on a daily basis. I shouldn't, but I do. It's that baseball scene that gets me every time. Like, when it comes on in the movie, I'm like, Oh, here we go! Here we go! We're gonna jam out! Paramore's involvement in this movie was actually really well done. Decode and I caught myself are not on Spotify. I think you could probably find them on YouTube. I'm very upset by that. I have the CD in my car, but, like, I can't play a CD on my laptop because... It is 2020, and I cannot play CDs on my laptop because there's no port. But most of the songs are not on Spotify. Um, I think the All the Way by Perry Farrell is on there, I'm thinking. But the Rob Pattinson songs, I don't think are. Never Think was my favorite Rob Pattinson song ever. I I I like calling him Rob because, you know, we're friends. We're not friends. Rob, please be on my podcast. I cannot sing Rob's voice. It's weird sounding, but... Super. I hate using the word sexy, but, like, super intimate. You know what I mean? So he he's also sung Let Me Sign, and that was in, like, I think a flashback in the movie. God, gets me every time. They chose a really good soundtrack for this movie. The rest of the movies, they were okay, not amazing. A lot of, like, Breaking Dawn, I believe, didn't have any words in their soundtracks. I'm not quite sure. Not a big instrumental fan. So Breaking Dawn, You Suck. Okay, gotta do it. It's inevitable. Twilight is my first and last. 10 out of 10. I feel like I'm allowed to talk about soundtracks that I don't remember the movies about, but I love the soundtrack because I... That's okay, right? Because I'm going to get into Guardian of the Galaxy. Gu- pardon me. You can tell I haven't seen it much. Guardians of the Galaxy. So, Hooked on a Feeling by Blue Swede. I think that's how you say it. I my notes are messy anyways hooked on a feeling um my parents sing that all the time i literally just wake up to my parents going ooga checka ooga ooga not really but i would cry if that happened that was an iconic song the pina colada song was in there apparently i want you back by jackson five my favorite cherry bomb by the runaways i saw it once and i don't remember it much but i remember the soundtrack the soundtrack is real good I guess the second movie has The Chain by Fleetwood Mac, and I freaking love that song. So, Guardians of the Galaxy apparently is a really good movie. I don't remember it. I mean, it's not even that old. I just <laughs> I should just go back and watch it. We love Chris Pratt, though. Like, hmm, what a babe. Guardians of the Galaxy, your flashback songs, I'm going to give hmm an 8 out of 10. You're welcome. This is part of the podcast at the end where I do honorable mentions of soundtracks. I mean, I could have done them for a lot of these soundtracks because honorable mentions just are just soundtracks that have one or two good songs. According to me, some people are obsessed with these soundtracks. I couldn't get into them, but um, we're going to dive right into these mentions. This is actually something I probably shouldn't say on a podcast. Someone's going to fight with me on this, and I know it, but I'm going to say it. Rocky Horror Picture Show strange movie i only like really two or three of the songs on the soundtrack like it's kind of like a musical and i i like musicals but not in person and it's just weird and i don't know um we have to talk about the time warp i love that song i think it's great i think it's weird i think it's wonderful i think the whole movie is stupid but the time warp top notch i still would not watch the movie again just wouldn't see it again. So honorable mentions will not get ratings because I don't have enough information. Okay, a 2019 film called Charlie's Angels with Kristen Stewart, and that's all I care about. But the soundtrack was actually really good. There's a song called Bad To You by Normani and Nicki Minaj. That was actually really interesting. A uh, catchy pop song, a little R&B. Catchy, though. Not something that would be played on the like radio, but still good. Don't Call Me Angel was my favorite one. It was Ariana Grande, Miley Cyrus, and Lana Del Rey, which is a weird combination. Like, why is Lana Del Rey in the song? But she is. Boy, don't call me angel. That's how it goes, you're welcome, again. Like I said, I'm not gonna rate this, especially because I didn't see the movie. I really want to, but I haven't yet. Uh, Kristen Stewart, though, uh, 11 out of 10. We love her, girl crush. Here we go, this is for my mother, Footloose and the song Footloose by Kenny Loggins. Just something to always remember because it is a song that you'll hear for the rest of your life. Gotta cut foot loose foot footloose or something like that. I don't know. No, I, I do know. I listen to it a lot, actually. It was actually one of the songs on like my first iPod. And I, I don't know why I bought that on the iTunes store, but I did. So Footloose has one song I like. Good job, Footloose. We love Kevin Bacon. The Hunger Games, you wouldn't think that this would have a good soundtrack, but I'm obsessed with the song Run Daddy Run by Miranda Lambert and Pistol Annies. Not a huge country fan, as in I Will Cry If I Hear Country half the time, but it's really good. I'm not gonna like do it in their voice, but it's like Daddy can you hear the devil drawing here. Like a bullet from the gun. Run, daddy, run. Like, it's really good. I would look that up if you had not heard of that song. I think it's the first Hunger Games, I'm pretty sure, but I could be wrong. But also, Taylor Swift, her song Eyes Open was pretty good. Like I said, I don't know what actual movie this soundtrack was for, uh, for Eyes Open, but it was actually, it was very well placed in the movie. If it, actually, I'm going to be honest, I don't know if it was in the movie, but it was In the soundtrack I saw the movies I promise but it was in the soundtrack and it was really a good placement and I'm gonna say last but not least in this honorable mention and in this podcast Bohemian Rhapsody with Rami Malek let me tell you did not see it why am I talking about soundtracks of movies I did not see well my family plays a lot of soundtracks I listen to a lot of soundtracks it's my thing but my dad loves bohemian rhapsody. He got into Queen a lot after the movie came out. I don't know what year, a couple years ago. Um I have to say Killer Queen, she's a killer queen. Yeah, that's how it goes. It was really good. Queen's version and 5 Seconds of Summer's version was really good and that was on the soundtrack. I was very surprised they could sing it very well. I mean they're they're good singers, but like just to like beat Queen is like hard. They didn't beat Queen in this in this um episode or in this song, but they tried and they they really did a good job. I also like the Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. Don't stop me now. But that's a really good song. I think a lot of Queen's song are good. It's just I'm not like a huge fan. Like I would listen to them if my dad listens to them, but that's pretty much it, I think. I want to say thank you guys for listening to me rant this long about soundtracks. I, of course, didn't go over all the soundtracks that I like because we have a little bit of time to cut, but I would like to do another episode. I have a friend who loves like soundtracks too, and I would love to have him on. We also have to do the Disney soundtrack episode, and I'm not a huge Disney fan. I have to admit, and I will get fought because of it. Literally, someone will come up and punch me in the face because of it. That's actually not true please don't punch me. I'm sensitive. But I have a lot of songs I like, like Hercules. I love Hercules. Um, A lot of soundtracks are real good. And I'd love to talk about that in a future episode. But again, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for listening to Girl Almighty. Please subscribe on any platform that you're listening to this podcast on.